Welcome to Victorious Living. We have two options where wrong thoughts are concerned. We can reject them, cast them down, or we can accept the thought. Even I'm talking about a wrong thought, we can accept it into our mind. And if you leave it in your mind and just turn it over and over in your mind, you're going to start to embrace that thought and your mouth is going to start to talk about that thought the first thing you know, you are totally out of the will of God. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us how strongholds of the mind affect one's faith. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio, and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us how strongholds of the mind affect one's faith. Okay, now let's look at this just for a moment. Which side does our thinking dwell on or stay on? Does it stay on the God side or does it stay on the human side? Your thoughts, and because your thoughts are going to affect your feelings. Your thoughts are going to make you feel good or they're going to make you feel bad. Your thoughts affect your emotions. Yes, they do. Your thoughts will affect your emotions. And, and whichever side you let your th- uh, thoughts dwell on or stay on, your emotions are going to, going to go in that direction. And I know some of you are having a hard time this morning. But that's all right. I'd rather have a hard time here than have a hard time getting in up there. All right, let's go. Since I'm really hitting the cord this morning. Oh, Lord. Psalm, let's go to the 91st Psalm. Which side does our thinking dwell on or stay on, the human side or the God side where thoughts are concerned? Uh, Psalm 91, verses 11 and 12. For he shall give his angels. Oh, hallelujah. Now we're getting over into the supernatural. We can't see the angel, but they're there. For he shall give his angel charge over thee to keep thee in all of your ways. Listen, if you knew, if I knew, if we knew how many times angels have delivered us from some scheme or trick that the devil had planned for us. How many times has an angel gone on before us and has taken that out of the way and we never knew it was lurking out there for us? They watch over us. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep you in all of your ways. Hallelujah. You know what, what you know, the angels hearken unto the voice of his word. If the angel doesn't hear any of God's word coming out of your mouth, they're just sitting there looking at you. They don't, they, their assignment is to watch over us. But in doing that, they hearken to the voice of the word of God. Well, where are they going to hear that from? They're going to have to hear it from me. Amen. So they hearken unto the voice of his word. And when, uh, when the angels hear that coming out of your mouth, I'm protected today by the angels that are encamped round about me. Amen. 
that's coming out of my mouth, but the angels are hearing that and they hearken unto the voice of the word of God coming out of your mouth. I'm safe, the angels are listening. I'm protected, the angels are listening. I am whatever it might be, the angels are listening, amen. And you probably have all had some uh, uh, in, uh, encounters with angels and just didn't know it. Okay, let's look at this and we, we'll, we'll let you go home sometime between now and 1.30. Now that really started some thinking. Thoughts, thoughts really started crossing your mind. Yes, they did. I, now, I'm not going to ask you what kind of thoughts, whether they your thoughts or God's thoughts, but that really set some thinking off, didn't it? Psalm 91 says, For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep you in all of your ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest you dash your foot against a stone protection. Angels, protection. The angels have been given an instruction from God just as a judge in the courtroom gives the jury a charge before they go to the jury room to deliberate. God has given angels their charge and this is what you are to do for those who are my people. You are to watch over them protect them and keep them safe in all of their ways, uh, amen. And you only hearken to the voice of my word, right. amen. So we have two options where wrong thoughts are concerned. We can reject them, cast them down, or we can accept the thought. Even I'm talking about a wrong thought, we can accept it into our mind. And if you leave it in your mind, and just turning it over and over in your mind, you're going to start to embrace that thought and your mouth is going to start to talk about that thought and the first thing you know, you are totally out of the will of God. That didn't go over good either. So we have two options where wrong thoughts are concerned, reject or cast them down or we can accept them. If we accept it, if we accept wrong or right thoughts, the progression starts with other thoughts that follow. Other thoughts follow thoughts. Other thoughts follow thoughts. And one could think, I am just being careful or I'm just using good common sense. But in reality, when wrong thoughts are left in one's mind, we are leaving the door open for the influence of the unseen world to infiltrate our mind and to oppose our faith. Anybody getting anything out of this this morning? Okay, I'm gonna read one more verse in the Song of Solomon, the second chapter from the TEV translation. Here's what it says. Catch the foxes, the little foxes, before they ruin our vineyard in bloom. The little foxes are an example of the kinds of problems that can disturb or destroy a relationship. Humanism will take over in our thinking and weaken or destroy our faith if we don't catch the little foxes of our thought life. Humanism is where human values, 
predominates in the mind above the wisdom of God. Humanism often says it like this. It's not important that I, that I, that I don't pray. It's not that important, rather, that I don't pray. It's not that important if I don't attend church regularly. It's not important if I don't tithe and give offering. And so you see all of the common sense thoughts of our mind begin to go against the will and the plan of God for our life. Thoughts that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God when left in the mind begins a progression that captures a person's mind with human thoughts and eliminates God's thoughts, thusly erasing a faith-filled mind. Think about it, a faith-filled mind. You know, you know what happens when your faith's not working? Our mind is not filled with faith-filled thoughts. And so when this happens, one's faith life is surrendered to the control of their human thinking and thusly causes our faith to become ineffective. Amen. I'm going to read you another scripture. Is that okay? Paul wrote in the Corinthian letter, tells us what to do. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Now listen to this. this, this is something. You know, scientists has told us that, uh, that uh, uh, by the age of 30, by the age of 30, we have over 3 trillion thoughts by the age of 30. Now I don't know how they counted that. I don't know. I have no idea. I, I can count to 10, but not, you know, trillion. But that's what the scientists tell us that by age 30, you have over how many? Now you're sitting there this morning, some of you are, and this is going in one ear and out the other, and it's going over your head. But if you have how many trillion? If you have three trillion thoughts, by the time you're 30, Lord and mercy, who knows when you get 75. <laughs> They ain't got a calculator that'll count that high. <laughs> Three trillion thoughts. Now, I don't know who these scientists were. I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying that's a true statement because I don't know. I just read that. Three tr trillion thoughts by the time you're 30. And then read your Bible and see how often your Bible talks about your thoughts. Amen. Amen. Think about it. I mean, that's awesome, isn't it? Yeah. So what do I got to do? The next three trillion, <laughs> I'm going to have to get my thoughts in tune with God. I'm going to have to cloak my mind with the thoughts of God. And really your thoughts have so much to do with your faith. Amen. Amen. All right. I'm going to quit and let you chew on that for a while. In fact, I'm still chewing on it myself. And so, but how strongholds affect your faith. If you leave wrong thoughts in your mind until it becomes a stronghold, a habit. Habits can be strongholds, good or bad. But if you leave it in your mind long enough, 
till it takes root. And if it's a wrong thought or wrong thinking, it gets rooted in your thinking. And guess what? It gets difficult to get it out of there. You almost have to have a deliverance to get it out of there. Amen. But if you got good thoughts, if you got right thoughts, guess what? There is no situation, there is no circumstance that'll ever throw you off course, that'll ever surprise you. There's no thought that'll ever cause you to question God. Why? Because you have God's word rooted in your mind, rooted and grounded on the inside of your mind. But when trouble comes, here's how you can tell. When trouble comes, you'll find out which one do you think the most on, the trouble or think the most on what God said about your trouble. God said, I'll be with you in trouble. He said, I'm never going to leave you, never going to forsake you. I'll go with you all the way through all of this stuff that you go through on earth. I'm going to be right there with you. Just like, you know, the three Hebrew children, they threw them in the fiery furnace, but guess what? When the king opened up and looked down the next morning, guess what? He saw not three, but he saw four. And that fourth man in the fire was the son of God. God is with you. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'll be with you when trouble comes and I'll deliver you out of all of your troubles. Uh, It doesn't matter uh, what the trouble may be. It's our hope that today's message, How Strongholds of the Mind Affect One's Faith, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, request offer number 8. Today's special offer number is number 8. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.